Welcome back to another episode of From the Panther Pit. Sports editor Ben Barkley here, bringing you another episode of the podcast. Got a ton of sports to catch up on. We'll start with something that's a little bit up my alley, going into some swim. We, we capped off our season over at Georgia Tech last weekend, Friday, Saturday. Uh, we had probably one of our best finishes that I think we've seen in a long time. Um, our girls placed seventh, but our boys probably in one of our best placements ever. From from at least my perspective, we finished third. Overall, we had a, a handful of winners. You know, our boys relay team of uh, senior Ben Pfeiffer, junior Michael Tucker, and sophomores Seth Roach and Simon Sayani placed first in the medley relay and the 400 free relay. And uh, g- going into some some individuals, uh, Ben Pfeiffer got third in the IM and second in the breast. Michael Tucker got second in the fly. On our girls' side, uh, Lauren Presley, back-to-back state champion in the breast. But uh, the main person I want to talk about here is uh, sophomore Seth Roach. Also got first in the fly. He uh, led our swimmers in a number of state championships that he received. He got three state championships, which, you know, Seth is just an unbelievable talent. You know, um, definitely um, I'm not afraid of the future at all for this team because people like Seth are going to be leading the way. And um, one of our staff writers, Jocelyn Weber, recently sat down with him to talk about his recent winning of Player of the Week, which is going to be posted tomorrow, prowlernews.org. Give it a read, and here's what Seth had to say. What do you think you did at State? Uh, It was good. I mean, State was a lot of fun. The team did great overall, and it was cool that the boys ended on the podium. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel about being Player of the Week? It was, it's a great honor, like, it's just, I gotta keep being the best team that I can and keep practicing hard so I can contribute. And how do you think uh, you performed this season? Uh, the season overall was really good for all the Panthers. I mean, we won county for the 20th year, and the state meet overall was great. So, you know, yeah, it's been um, a, a great season for us, you know. That was my, uh, my last Stars Mill Swim meet ever. And uh, it's going to be definitely sad to to to, see, to miss. I'm going to miss it, you know, extremely, so bad. It's given me so much over the last four years. I've made lifelong friends. I've turned into a better swimmer. So uh, definitely, thank you to to Stars Mill Swimming for giving me one of the most in, enjoyable moments of my high school career. Really appreciate it. So swimming's out of the way. We'll we'll jump first off into some dance. I know we haven't talked about dance a lot in recent episodes, but, you know, dance, there's a reason for us to celebrate about the dance team. Recently, they traveled down to McIntosh for the state championship, and they did something that hasn't been done in, you know, 10 years. They dethroned McIntosh for the Palm Championship. They got first in that, then they got first in game day, and then they got second in jazz, only behind McIntosh, I believe. And then uh, into some individuals, you know, um, I believe uh, Victoria Wiest and Sydney Mills placed seventh and eighth in this teen solo category. But, uh, and our senior, Hannah Johnson, placed first in the senior solo category. I actually talked with Hannah a little bit after that, and here's what she had to say. So first off, you guys just got back a little bit from state, you know, yes. a ni- nice successful tournament there. Talk to me about y'all's success. Um, well, I in the morning I competed for a senior solo and I got first place in that. And then two 
Well, a junior, Victoria, and a sophomore, Sydney, they competed in the teen solo division, and they got seventh and eighth. And then we competed in jazz, and we got second place to Macintosh. And then we competed in palm, we got first place, and then game day, we got first place. So how do you feel about that success from, from your standpoint, from the team's I standpoint? feel really good, because we double titled as a team, and we've never done that before. We've never won palm at state against like sorry <laughs> it just it feels really good to double title we've never double titled before so that's really cool so you know now you're a senior you know mm -hmm. now your time with the star small dance team is up mm -hmm. what are you what are you going to miss the most about being on this team just mostly the team like their work ethic their ability to work together and like always wanting to get better so yeah hannah is probably one of the best dancers on that team, you know, um, you know, dance team had a, a really good season, you know, um, it, it's been a while since they've dethroned Macintosh in any sort of category, let alone they win two state championships and a little bit of individual awards thrown in there for the icing on the cake. So congrats to the dance team, you know, they did a really good job. Um, got jumping into some, uh, basketball. I'll start with the boys it, unfor it unfortunately ended last week. Region tournament started up. They drew Jonesboro in the first round. And all they really needed was um, one win, and that would have bolted them into the state playoffs. But unfortunately, it was not meant to be. The boys lost that game to Jonesboro. And, uh, you know, it's just been, you know, that kind of season. I think they sort of knew that – it was just sort of a rebuild year with a new head coach and lots of different players on that team. And the exact score of that game was a uh, 60 to 42 in Jonesboro's favor. Um, you know, the boys team, you've heard me talk about this a lot, but they've still been, this is, this is what they expected this year. You know, it's, it has been a rebuilding year and, you know, as expected, Coach Reeves, and I think I said this on the last episode, is probably the best coach I've seen in three years of being on staff here at the Prowler. You know, I, I love his his philosophy, his coaching style, you know, and obviously his players respect him as a coach, and respect goes a long way. So, um, you know, it's going to be fun to watch that team in the next couple years when Coach Reeves really molds the young talent that they have. And I've said the names before, Brandon Allison, the Townsend brothers, Evan Corville, so many, you know, young players on that team that, that Reeves has time to mold into what's going to turn into a really good team for the next coming season. So have no fear, Panther basketball fans, the boys team will be back on top of the mountain in the very near future. So uh, jumping into some girls basketball, the complete opposite end of the spectrum, really. Um, they finally dethroned, it's taken a while, but they finally dethroned Griffin, won by a final score of 50 to 28 to win their first region championship in school history. And, you know, it's been a long time coming for this girls team. Ever since Coach Sweeney took over two years ago, the goal really was, hey, we're going to be the top, top team in the region. And, you know, the last two years, it's been Griffin that's been that that downfall for them. 
So it, it it really felt good for them to to finally dethrone Griffin and win their first region championship. And our other sports writer Daniel Stackhouse talked with Coach Sweeney after that big time win against Griffin, and here's what she had to say. First of all, your first region first region championship in Stars Mill history. How do you feel? I feel great. Um, it's exciting. Um, I'm super proud of the girls. So it's awesome. First, Hudson didn't score until like a minute left in the quarter, but you had you had players like Lally and Dial turning up the heat. What does that say about how this team truly plays team ball? Um, it speaks volumes. Um, we don't have to rely on one person to score because um, they all can. Um, they work well together. They get each other open. I don't have a single person on the team that I would consider a ball hog, and they're they're always willing to to find the open man, um, and you know that's why we're successful. If Kara Dial, who's a senior, we haven't really talked about much, but she made her presence known tonight with a with a amazing game. What does she bring on both sides of the ball to the team? Um, she's worked hard. She work, um, she brings um, hard work. Um, she tries really really hard. She always wants to know what she can do better um, defensively. Um, I would say she's probably one of our top defenders. Um, and off on offense, um, she's slowly finding her role. Um, and luckily for us, she found it at the right time. So every one of the starting five scored in the first half. How can you use this style, this variety, to as an advantage in the playoffs? Uh, it's going to make them hard to scout us because um, in any given night, anybody can be the leading scorer. Um, so that's going to be really helpful. Um, and so I'm hoping just you know the unpredictableness of it is going to um, help out. And one negative is that the team looked a little sloppy during the during transition. How will we work on that to improve? for the next week's playoffs? Uh, we have four days of practice, so uh, we'll, we'll try and get it figured out in, in the um, then. Yeah, so, you know, girls basketball, like I said, you know, extremely good season. Sweeney, also a, a really good coach when it comes to that. Uh, you've heard me say the players' names. I won't say them again, but players, you know who you are, and you know that you guys are the reason that that team is good. Um, they start – State state championship round one right here in the Panther pit against Warner Robins. Tip offs at six. And um, you know, I don't know if you guys have read Daniel Stackhouse's op ed on, you know, co- coming and supporting this girls team. If you haven't, you should go check it out, prowlernews.org. But, you know, I've I've noticed it somewhat too, you know. Going to the girls game, I see maybe three, four, five students in the student section, and that's mainly just for early arrivers to watch the boys' game. But, uh, you know, and then when the boys' game comes, of course, the whole student section's completely filled. But I, I, I want to see a change tomorrow because I'm going to be at that game. You know, I'll have a story out in the very near future, prowlernews.org, whenever that comes out, you get a chance to read it. Um, you know, I, I want to see, see y'all students there, and I want to see – Energy, energy. Imagine, make it, make it feel like a boys' game for y'all, because the, the girls' team has just been on a tear. Probably one of the best girls' teams Stars Mill High School's ever seen. So I really want to see our students here. I really want to see them cheering hard, because you know this this girls' team can go a really long, far way in the state championship. So like I said, right here in Panther Pit against Warner Robins, round one, six p.m. is tip off. Come out, support your Panthers. They'd really appreciate it. So now, with winter sports, 
about to mostly wrapped up. You know, spring sports are now starting to come into the light a little bit. I'll start off with some girls soccer. They've had a, a pretty good start to the season. I believe that they are three and one, two and one, excuse me, to start the season. Their only loss coming to the team that ousted them from the playoffs last season in Carrollton. Uh, you know, there's there's so much talent on that on that girls team. I mean, you got the two you got the main leaders in Chloe Spradlin, who's just unbelievable when it comes to leadership and skill, who just committed to Montevallo to go play soccer over there, and Quinda Wiki as well. Just, you know, leadership goes a long way in uh, determining success of a team. And, you know, I think that they are one of the best teams here at the school. And, you know, I just can't wait to really – I've never – I haven't seen – them play yet, but I know that they're just just a machine when it comes out there. I mean, they destroyed Riverdale 10-0. They got only lost to Carrollton 4-3 and then defeated Alexander. Their next home game, they got a couple of away games over at St. Pius, Maris, Jonesboro, and Columbus, but then they're back here in Panther Stadium on March 3rd against Noonan. Um, so, yeah, um, once those games really start piling up, we'll check out prowlernews.org if you ever want those recaps, coverage, you name it, we've got it. So girls soccer, bang. Boys soccer, same thing. You know, they've had to deal with, <clears throat> of course, you guys remember last year, state championship runner-up to our main rival in green and McIntosh again. Lost a lot of good talent on that team. Ryan Shanahan, Michael Lance, Blake Helms, a couple others. You know, but they've started off really well, in fact. Um, and of course, as everyone knows, my coach Mike Haney retired after this season. So now there's a new man at the helm and coach Aaron Buck, you know, assistant under Coach Haney for a while now. You know, He's been doing a good job. The only loss has come to LaGrange by a score of three to two, but they beat they've beaten Riverdale, they've beaten Carrollton, they've beaten Walton. You know, this team still has talent on it. And you know, it's just been a good a good game. You know, they they also have a, a they're away for a lot for the rest of the month and into next month a little bit against St. Pius, Marist, Jonesboro, Columbus. If you want a closer game to go to, they're at Whitewater on March 6th. Then they're not back here in Panther Stadium until March 9th when we take on veterans. Uh, my hat's off, really, to, to Coach Buck. He, he's done one heck of a job with the with it, with it, this being his first year as a varsity coach because he's coached JV for a couple of years now. So, yeah, good luck to the boys' soccer team as they continue to march on towards possibly going back up to Mercer to play in another state championship, maybe win one this time. Um, so, congrats, good job to the soccer teams. Now going into some boys and girls lacrosse. I'll start with the girls. They were supposed to start their season a couple weeks ago against East Coweta in a scrimmage. Unfortunately, that got rained out. But so far, I'm pretty sure they've been undefeated so far on the season, which is just 
expected. I mean, our girls lacrosse team, reigning state champions, beating Blessed Trinity last year. You know, of course, it's as expected. Um, lots of good players on that team as well. You know, um, very good um, seniors leadership on that. Anna Beardsley, Carly Jenks, who recently committed to Robert Morris to go play some lacrosse up there in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, Coach Lehman knows what she's doing now, being a state championship winning coach. So we'll see. You know, they want to, they really definitely want to go back up to Kennesaw, go to their third straight state championship, probably win it again for the, for the second time in three years, which would be very impressive for us. (coughs) So going into some, well, staying at girls across, you know, their next home game that you can see them at is on a Saturday, March 7th. At 12.30 right there in Panther Stadium against Lassiter. So definitely come out, support your Panthers there. I know it's a Saturday. I know you want to catch some Zs for the weekend. But, you know, our girls lacrosse team, it, it's it's worth waking up early, you know, to, to see that team play because they're unbelievably impressive. So definitely girls lacrosse, boys lacrosse, they've also had the same amount of games played. You know, they've started off – on a tear, I'm pretty sure they've only had, I'm pretty sure, one game against Noonan that they won 20 to 4, which, you know, it's it's always as expected when it comes to that boys team. You know, with the, with the boys lacrosse team, you know, me and a former editor in chief, Riley Stapleton, used to, to talk about this all the time. But, you know, they always go on a tear in the regular season. They're always winning area championships. But then once, you know, they get to the state playoffs, it gets a little stagnant and they're out by, you know, second, third round, sometimes first round, but you know, teams already good already has is stacked to the brink with talent. You know, Garrett Munich face off machine committed to Mercer, uh, Addison long Brock Merritt at goal, a very good goalie at that and Brock Merritt, but you know, to, to go from that good to great label when it comes to that team, you know, They've got to figure out how to how to be successful in the postseason, you know. Because, um, like I said, they always f- feels as though they go stagnant whenever they get into the state playoffs, and you know they got to change that. So your next chance to actually see your Panther lacrosse team play is tomorrow, Valentine's Day, at Panther Stadium at seven forty-five against St. Pius. Then over the break, they'll travel down to Jacksonville, Florida to take on some teams down there in the form of Bulls and Creekside. Then they got North Paulding on the 21st. First area matchup against Mount DeSales on the 25th here at Panther Stadium at 6. It's just another quest for another area championship for that team. So good luck to the boys lacrosse team as they really kick off their season. And uh, lastly... I know we've had a ton of sports today, but that's what we—that's what you get when we do episodes between sports. So, lastly, we got baseball. Uh, baseball, you know, they've last season, as Coach Mosley put it, went unexpectedly well. Um, you know, lots of good players on that team. I have Brian Port, who committed to, I believe, Coastal Carolina last season, and he's over in Coastal Carolina now. 
hitting some baseballs over there. And of course, you know, it season sort of ended a little prematurely against Locust Grove, but you know, they're definitely going to try and change that. And, you know, one of the reasons to me that they're going to change it is in the form of a fat actor who recently committed to South Carolina for baseball. I've seen him play, you know, he's, what can you say about him? I mean, he's just a beast. I know I've meant, said a lot of people in all of our sports are beasts, but you know, it's just that it's true. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, he's just a beast, you know, his hitting power is just unbelievable. And his field work, cause he plays right field. It's just amazing. And you know, the baseball team's lucky to have a player like him. And, um, so they got they got a handful of games. They've they've started their season already as well. Pike County and Carrollton they've played so far. They play playing a little bit of a tournament against Cambridge, Kellen Reed in this weekend. And then they start their first region game region series once we get back from break against Fake County. Yeah, um, like I said, you know all these sports really just starting to to gain traction as we head into the end of winter sports, you know, so not a lot to talk about there, but yeah, good luck. Like I said, to all the sports really, but good luck to the baseball team as they kick off their really start to pick up traction on their season. And that is all we have for today. So a little recap, like I said before, come out tomorrow night and support your lady Panthers in the state championship for basketball. You will not regret it. Seriously, I'm telling you, if, if I don't look out in that student section and see it filled as if it was a boys' b- basketball game, I, I'm not going to be a happy person. You know, I, I want to see I want to see that student section filled. Capiche, capiche, fill it. Uh, and spring sports, of course, starting to pick up traction once the once those sports really start to get more games under their sk- under their belt. We're gonna Prowler's gonna have you covered. With those sports, check it out, prowlernews.org. And uh, yeah, from the sports editor, Ben Barkley, in the Prowler Newsroom, thank you guys for listening. Go Panthers.